Thanks so much for listening to the Living Grace Church podcast. You can catch all our sermons on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy this message. Now, it's going to be filled in this week, but I particularly want us to pay attention to question 23. I'm just going to read something for you. Now, the uh, question 23 is aimed at labelling Australia as secular by making the question optional. Even though the last census recorded around 52% identifying as Christian, the Australian census takes place on the 10th of August and Christianity is not even listed under religion. So I urge you all Christians to tick a box for religion and write it in. This is very important. Census figures have a significant impact on important government and church decisions that affect Christians and the whole faith community. It is very important. Now, I kind of personally like to put Christian because I take it that the early disciples were called Christians, anointed ones. So that's why this church is called Living Grace Christian Church. We are Christian and that unites us, that that unites all of us under that one banner. So I hope and pray you would personalize it and write Christian. It is important. We are not a secular society. This country was founded on Judeo-Christian principles and ethics and morals and everything else that is good and right. And we know that it was also way beforehand labeled as the great south land of the Holy Spirit. So this is who we are. This is our identity. And we need to stay focused on that. We need to fight for it. You can't just say, oh, well, fight for it. Now, I've got some good news, hard news, sad news, but exciting news. And it's really, it's not something I wanted to do in this sort of format. We're waiting for an opportune time to let everybody know. And uh, the news is this. (laughs) But unfortunately, because of the current circumstance, We really don't know when we're going to be back together meeting. But Pastor Bianca and Anthony and her family will be moving to Queensland at the end of this year or early uh, next year to start a new pioneer work in ministry there in Queensland. So it's good, it's hard, it's sad, but it's exciting too. They'll still be part of this ministry. They'll still be doing things. So it's not, we're still one body. We're still connected. So we look forward to all that God has for them there. So he's called them. Bianca can speak into that a little bit more if she feels led to. But uh, we're excited for it. We would have rather that you're all here and we could pray and bless and all the things that we know to do. But unfortunately, we're living in a different reality right now. So this is the best way I can tell you, Um, and it most probably took me a while to get to the stage to be able to say it. So uh, uh, God bless you, and uh, here's Pastor Bianca to preach the message this morning. Thank you. Good morning, church. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, this is not exactly the way that we wanted to announce this news or share this news with you. Um, obviously, we wanted everybody here. And um, you can't even imagine how, I mean, it's not difficult, but it's a little bit unmotivating preaching to an empty church sometimes. I mean, I um, thankfully the, we have the Holy Spirit and he gives us excitement and joy. Um, but man, to be with you guys right now would be so amazing and so exciting. But um, yeah, I just want to speak a little bit into um, the news Pastor Claude just shared. Did not expect to get emotional. But um, yeah, we're so blessed and have been so blessed to be a part of this church community for the last 12 years. And I mean, I remember we started, I started youth group 12 years ago around this time and have been a part of every aspect of this church. I mean, everything from doing the overheads to cleaning the toilets to doing kids, youth, everything, and have been so blessed to be a part of everything that God does here. But God has called us to, um, to do something new and to pioneer something new under the covering of living grace. So I'm really thankful and I just want to honour my parents, Pastor Claude and, and Norma, um, because we have had a wonderful, um, a wonderful example of pastors and leaders, godly pastors and leaders of family, of real family and community. And even though they are my family, I know that so many others who aren't necessarily related know that they treat everyone as family. And so I just want to honour them and I'm so thankful for them and everything that we've been a part of over the past few years. But I guess I'll, I'll share with you guys a little bit about how this kind of came about because it was a God moment and it does lead into my message today. And my message today is on obedience. It's on saying yes to God, no matter the cost. You know, many, um, you know, about a year ago now, actually, over a year, 18 months ago now, I knew God was calling us to something new. I knew I could feel it in my spirit. You know what? You just know God's doing something. And um, I, at the time, had to um, leave my job. And he, he called me out of my job. And he called me into full-time ministry. And then that's it. He didn't give me anything more after that. It was just like, Bianca, leave your job. That's it. And I waited. And for months and for months, I was like, God, what do you, what do you want us to do? What do, you, what do you need? And I prayed. And I was in prayer. And I was waiting and waiting. And um, God gives his answers in his time, not always our time. <laughs> but a few months into it, I remember I had, um, actually Anthony had a dream. And that was probably the first significant dream that he had of um, basically two fields and one field ready for planting. Then he had another dream. And then we had a series of dreams that were almost like a puzzle that we had to put together. And in the dream, God gave us the location and he told us that he had called us to plan a new church, to plan a new work, you know, thankfully under the covering of my parents. And um, yeah, it was a big and crazy and scary thing to hear, <laughs> to leave everything that you know, to move on a whim, on a dream even, and, and go and do something that God has called you to do. But I know that God has called us to a specific area I know that he's called us to shine, um, to be a light, to be a city on a hill in this area. 
And you guys will no doubt be hearing more about what God is going to do um, through this new work. I just pray that he leads and guides every moment, every step that we take. But, um, you know, that's what I wanted to speak on today is obedience. Because God can do great and mighty works through us. He can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or we think or we imagine according to his power at work in us. But if there's one thing God needs from us, it's just one. It's our yes. It's our yes, Lord, whatever you say. You know, there is no safer place to be than in the will of God. There is no safer place to be than in his perfect will. You know, it might be comfortable out of his will, but the safest and the best place to be and the place where you will accomplish the most through him and for him is in his will. And so this is what this whole journey has been about. Okay, God, what's next? I'm just giving you my yes. And church, I want to tell you that there are things right now that God might be asking you to do. And I want to say this right now. Give him your yes. It might not look the way you expected. It might not sound the way you expected. It might be scary. It might not be what other people had envisioned or planned for you. But give him your yes. Your whole heart. This is all about surrender, church, about picking up your cross, about dying daily to yourself and your desires and saying, God, I want what you want. I want my desire to be your desire. And, you know, it may be a crazy time, but don't think, excuse me, but don't think that even though it's a crazy time that God's will has run out or ended, Don't think that his work on this earth is done. Don't think that this is the end and so we just flail our hands back and give up. No, God has still more to do on this earth. Jesus is still king. He has still more to accomplish through us. Greater works are still to be done. Exceedingly above and beyond is still to be done. Now is not the time to wave the white flag to the enemy. Now is the time to surrender to God. Wave your white flag to him. I surrender God. Whatever it looks like in this season, church, things are not going to go back to normal as it was. Things are different now. This is a Kairos moment. This is a Kairos point in time. I believe that this is a very significant time in history. Yes, we're going to see more persecution. Yes, we're going to see more darkness being exposed. Yes, we're going to see more evil being exposed. But we're also going to see God's light. We're also going to see glory. We're also going to see signs and wonders. Church, I really believe that we're actually going to be on the other side of this, stepping into a season of deliverance. Because we be- I believe that the world, that there is so much in the world that, we need to, that needs to be delivered that there's so much that the church needs to be delivered from. This is an, an opportune, a kairos moment in time. And I encourage you in this time, while you're at home, while you're waiting to, to, be, to return back to normal, I encourage you in this time to go to Him, 
to be in communion with Him, to say, God, what do you see? Because what I see is crazy. What I see is darkness. What I see is evil. What I see is corruption. But God, it's not about that. What do you see? We need to have eyes that look from above like the eagle. We need to go higher in this time. Look and see what he sees, church. We do not walk by sight. We walk by faith. We do not walk by what is seen. We walk by what is unseen. Use this time for revelation. Use this time to go higher. Use this time to commune with Him like never before. While I'm there, I meant to mention this at the beginning. We are going to be taking communion together as a church right at the end. Um, You can just have a couple minutes now to just go and prepare, even if it's just a cup of water and a biscuit or a cracker or whatever you have on hand, a a glass of juice, it doesn't really matter. But um, prepare it before the end of this message because I really believe God asked asked me today to um, do communion as a church together. And actually, I encourage you to do communion with your family, to to partake of communion with your family at home in this time. Um, do it weekly if you can. Do it daily if you can. doesn't really matter. There is no time on how many times you should or can do communion. Whatever. You get the opportunity. Make communion a, a habit in your home. Another thing that God told me about this time is it needs to be a time of praise. A time of praise. And I had a really beautiful and intense vision the other night. And God's took me from the sky down and I saw a house and it was the, it was music blasting out of this house so loud that it was tremoring, that it was shaking. And all these neighbors came and ran to this house to see what was happening. And I felt the Lord say that that's worship. And actually it was um, so noisy that I thought one of my neighbors is having a party and I jumped out of my bed and I opened the blinds to see where the music was coming from. But it was actually just in my dream or my vision. And I felt like God is saying that this is a time of praise. Make your house a house of praise. We don't praise because of what we see. We praise for who He is above all. We praise because He is still on the throne. We praise because He has already won the victory. We praise because He is victorious. We praise Him for who He is. Make your home a house of praise. It took me a while. The first few weeks, I'll tell you, I was a bit shell-shocked about everything that was going on in our nation and I struggled and I know that so many are struggling right now you may be in that place of despair and hopelessness and and why why is this happening what's going on why are people awake what what is this evil that I'm seeing all around me you may be struggling you may be struggling with fear right now but that doesn't determine your praise and it took me a few weeks to go enough of this despair I choose to praise anyway and blast that music and I'll tell you it doesn't take long hey to get into his presence once you put that music on once you start to worship as we worshiped this morning once you start to worship it doesn't take long to be reminded of the God you serve to be reminded of whose you are that he is victorious another thing he told me about this time is that praise was our warfare which means that actually, church, we're in a season of battle. 
We're in a season of battle and praise is our warfare. But we need to be a people that battle from a place of victory and not defeat. Spiritual warfare in this time is so important, but we need to remember that we battle from victory. We battle because Jesus conquered all at the cross. We battle from a place of victory, but we can't give up and not battle. This is really important at this time to go to war in prayer, church, to get in your war room, to get in your prayer closet, to war and wage war for what God wants to see but battle from a place of victory. And I just wanted to share something with you this morning. I felt God tell me this week that there would be a lot of darkness being revealed in this time. And he said this, he said, the process of darkness being exposed is uncomfortable. The process of veils being removed is uncomfortable. Imagine spending a whole day in darkness and then someone coming in and suddenly turning on a floodlight in your face. It's uncomfortable. God's justice, church, is near. It says it runs out of his throne like a mighty river. It may turn things upside down. It might flip tables. Sometimes it won't look how we expected it to look but it will shatter darkness because that's what God's light does. The darkness cannot even comprehend it. And it will bring about a great reformation and a great restoration among his people. Isaiah 51 says this, it says, Listen to me, my people. Hear me, my nation. Instruction will go out from me. So this is why it's so important to give him our yes. Because he is the only one that gives us his instruction. So we don't look to the left and we don't look to the right. There are so many opinions right now, church. If you need to get off social media for a time, I really encourage you to do that, to hear his voice and what he says, because you will be swayed from the left to the right. There are so many opinions that it's just so noisy and it's hard to hear a still small voice in all the noise. Step away, come away with him, commune with him again. God, what do you say? And that's what this scripture says. It says, hear me, hear me, my nation, hear me. Instruction will go out from me, me alone, him alone. Listen, take heed to what he says. My justice will become a light to the nation. My justice my righteousness, not ours, my righteousness, says the Lord, draws near speedily. My salvation is on the way and my arm will bring justice to the nation. See, we don't need to do anything. We just need to give him our yes and watch him walk and work through us. God, what do you say? What are you saying? God, take me up higher like the eagle so I can see, so I can get a bird's eye view, so I can see what you see because I only want your ways and your thoughts. They're much higher than mine. What do you say? My righteousness draws speedily. And I believe that 
Absolutely, there is going to be a great falling away. We know this, church, but I also believe there will be a great harvest. And I do not let go of the great harvest because of persecution. I don't let go of a great harvest. I contend for it. I fight for it. I say souls in heaven are worth it. And we're the ones, church, we have to be the church and walk into that that commission and call to go there for. What does that look like? Ask the Lord for his instruction. Ask the Lord what he wants to do. His light will break forth like never before. Isaiah 60, arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory has risen upon you. It says that darkness shall cover the earth. Darkness. But when there is darkness, how much more will then light break forth, church? Hold on to that. Hold on to hope. Hold on to what God wants to do, what His will is. And if we love our lives unto death, I'll tell you, we'll miss it. We will miss it. We have to surrender our will, be obedient to his call. I'll tell you, as it draws closer to the day that Anthony and I and my family are leaving, it gets harder. Because right now, borders are closed. Because right now, things are uncertain. Because right now, I I don't know when I leave, when I'll see my family again. That's the truth. That's the reality of the situation. But all I want is to give God my yes, because I know that when I give him my yes, greater things he does through me, that I'm safe and my family is safe in his will. The other day I woke up from a dream and in the dream I had been yelling, my house is the ark, my house is the ark. It's a weird thing to say. But I saw these animals coming into my home and I was like, what is this weird dream? But I woke up saying, my house is the ark. My house is the ark. And church, I want you to know this right now. There is um, a covering over your homes. Declare it over your homes. My house is the ark. Declare Psalm 91 over your homes. Anoint your doorposts. Your house is the ark. It will be kept safe from the flood. Yes, persecution will come. Absolutely. But I know that God is also giving his protection and safety to his people in this time because he needs his will done on earth. I hope you've had a moment to get communion because we're going to take communion right now. And I actually have been um, praying the Lord's Prayer a fair bit. So we're going to do something a little bit different because it's really such a prayer for this time, for this moment. And um, as you prepare your, um, your cup and your bread, just right here, right now, we're going we're gonna to pray the Lord's Prayer. Amen. So I've got the bread. And take it with me. You know what? We may not be together, church, but we're still in unity right now of heart and spirit. And God still sees and he still commands a blessing in our midst. So I'm just going to pray and then we'll take the bread and the cup together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us 
from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Just take a moment to take We know the Lord's Prayer so well. We know it. We know what it says so well. We all learnt it probably at a really young age. But it's powerful. It's powerful to um, glorify God above your circumstance and situation. To say, hallowed be your name above all. It's powerful to say, God, your kingdom come. (laughs) Your kingdom come. Even though it looks like darkness is winning. Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts. You know, use this as an opportunity, church, to say, God, what do I need? You, what do I need to repent from? Sit with Him. What do I? What What do I need to repent from, God? What do I need to turn from? Whether it be apathy or fear or 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 worry or whatever it may be, right now, sin. What do I need to repent from? God, forgive us our debts. And then what do I need? Who do I need to forgive, God? Is there anyone that you need me to forgive? Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us, Lord. And I sense a mighty deliverance coming, church. Deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom forever. Yours, God. Your glory, Lord. We can use this time as a time to complain because we are in wilderness. But complaining in the wilderness got the Israelites there longer. So we need to use this time to praise God, to glorify Him, to come away with Him. When Paul and Silas were in the prison, they used it as a time to worship and they actually saw people saved. The whole prison, when the prison gates were opened, was, was led to the Lord. So we can use what may be our prison right now as an opportunity to complain about darkness or we can use it as an opportunity to be light, to worship anyway, to come away with Him, to commune with Him, to glorify Him in the midst of our circumstance, to say, God, when I get out of this, whatever it may look like, Lord, what do you need me to do? Because I've seen pictures in my... I've seen pictures that God's given me of the church running out of this and into revival. I've seen pictures of the church, of people running to the church because I do believe that there will be a spotlight on the church when she acts like light because she will be light in a very dark, dark place. There will be a great harvest. Yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I just want to share one more scripture with you. And it's Ephesians 5, and it says, I'm going to actually pull it up here, (coughs) rather than on my phone, if you'll give me a moment. It says, walk in light. For you were once darkness, but now you are the light in the world. Walk as children of light, for the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Goodness, righteousness, and truth finding out what is acceptable to the Lord and have 
no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak those things which are done in secret. Like I said, I've seen that already we're beginning to see darkness come to the surface and darkness being brought into the light. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light, his light. For whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore, he says, awake you who sleep, arise from the dead and Christ will give you light. And so I'm just going to take the next couple moments just to pray for our nation, just to pray um, for the church, just to pray that she returns glorious. Amen. So God, I just, I thank you that you are light, that we pray your kingdom come on this earth, God. I just pray right now, God, that um, you will awake those who slumber, God. Lord, that you would open their eyes, that their eyes would be enlightened. Lord God, that you would give the spirit of wisdom and revelation to see what is your will, Lord. What is your will, who we are in you and what we are to do, God. I thank you that it says that you, are, that you have revealed all things to us through your spirit, God. I pray right now for the leaders of our nation, Lord. We continue to pray, God, that they would have revelation from you, God, that their eyes would be opened and enlightened to have understanding, God. I pray for every leader, Lord God. I pray that you would um, give them Damascus Road encounters, Lord, to see you. God, I pray that as your church, as we're sitting right now, Lord God, that you would give revelation to your church, that you would open our eyes, that you would awaken us. Lord God, that you would rise us up for such a time as this, Lord. That this moment, God, that you would awaken us to how important this moment is. I pray that you would bless everyone and keep them, Lord. Keep them in your covering and your care. God, I just pray your protection. I pray that you would send angels to take charge over them, Lord. That your church would be kept safe. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. That's it this morning, church. Just, um, yeah, I pray that you are encouraged. I pray that you would go and take this time to have communion with the Lord, to ask for revelation, to pray, and to worship. Let's run out of this, not as a church that's lukewarm. I pray that if this does one thing, it sets us on fire to run out of here, to be hot and on fire for Him, and to spread that around the world. Amen? right. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Set my mind on things above Break me away